Welcome to another episode of Sportvada Sports. This is Evan Pearson, aka Big Ev. So we are gonna get right into it. Um, obviously, we had the recent um, NBA free agency. Obviously, it's still going on, but all the major um, signings and deals have, have already stirred up most of the NBA. Obviously, there's one still lingering, which is Kawhi Leonard. We do not know will he land Lakers. Clippers, maybe staying with the Toronto, but we'll, we will see. Um, but today I'm gonna pretty much uh, go down the list, a long list of my own grades for um, every team that made some action in free agency so far. Um, so, you know, I was just to generalize things. I'm not gonna do uh, so obviously some teams. Because depending on some free agencies like Hawaii Leonard, their their team grade may be changed later on. I'm gonna do another episode on uh, just later, just as like the final final touches of the whole NBA offseason. Um, but this is pretty much like all the big news right now. Um, so just getting right into it, we are starting off with the Boston Celtics. We got Kemba Walker with a four-year deal, $141 million uh, deal, and Ennis Cantor, a two-year deal, $10 million um, deal. And then I ha- gave them a B-minus grade um, because my reasoning for that is it's pretty much they have, the Celtics haven't really done – it's a solid, you know, solid pickups, but, like, you know, they lost Kyrie Irving, they lost Al Horford. But they, you know, it's just not really, it's kind of like they're replacing them, but they're not with, like, player. They're solid players. Kemba Walker and Ennis Kane are solid players, don't get me wrong. But um, it's just that they're not as great as, I think, Kemba's a great player, but I think Kyrie's a little bit better. And obviously Cantor's not as, well, he's great, but I think Horford's better in, in that regard. Um, but, yeah, so I give him a B- minus because it's like they replace them, but it's not as great of replacements um because i know it was a sign a three team sign and trade because um, they also lost terry rogier um but you know it's we'll see what happens you never know um you know it's just obviously new players it's going to rattle ke- team chemistry so um, we'll see with the celtics there um going on to the portland trailblazers obviously i'm a little biased here i gave them an a uh so getting um going in we have Damian Lillard four year deal 196 million extension a massive massive extension uh, the Blazers also traded for Kent Bazemore this happened before uh, the free agency started but they gave away Evan Turner which is a solid pickup for the Blazers because Evan Turner didn't really make much noise we paid him around like 19 million a year and he did not uh, probably average like four minutes per game which is not really what you want for a player who's out uh, getting paid 19 million a year. Um, so getting Kent Bazemore is a solid wing, 3 and D uh, wing defender um, who can score, average 11 points per game uh, last season. Um, that can be a solid replacement for uh, Evan Turner. Going on, we re-signed Rodney Hood, two years, $16 million deal. This is a great pickup because Rodney Hood like showed glimpses of what he can do if Lillard and McCollum is struggling, that he can start heating up as a shooter and also a great defender. Um, he came in some clutch moments in the uh, NBA uh, postseason 
was for the Blazers that we made a run for the Western Conference Finals. So it was a great deal there. I saw uh, Mario Hazonia, which is a pretty interesting trade that kind of shocked me because we already got two pretty decent wings. Um, but I guess it's just another um, option just in case anything happens. Gives more depth behind Lillard and McCollum. And it's a one-year league minimum, so it's nothing too serious. And even if it doesn't work out, he's gone after a year. Um, and then the big one, too, the big uh, uh, trade here was Hassan Whiteside to the Blazers for Myers Leonard and Mo Harkless. Obviously, the Blazers are losing a good, great defender in Mo Harkless. Um, and then Myers Leonard, he showed glimpses of, you know, improved player in the uh, NBA postseason. Um, but obviously, at the same time, he was getting paid way too much of what he was performing on average and plus his minutes per game during the NBA regular season. Um, so getting Hassan Whiteside, he has a lot of um, – he's a little balanced. He has some troubles uh, off-court. But at the same time, he's a really talented athletic center that can help complement Yusuf Nurkic when he gets back and also be a solid replacement until Yusuf Nurkic gets back and fully recovered from his injury. Um, but I feel like it will be a good fit anyways because Lillard is a really good mature uh, player and he can probably like help uh, Hassan Whiteside get into the right uh, boat, side of the boat. Um, so... Facing that, I think that will be a solid pickup for us, and um, it won't even affect it as, you know, so so that, that was a pretty solid pickup there for the Blazers. Um, and then last one, last and uh, lonely for the Blazers, we got Anthony Tolliver, one year, 2.6 million. Just a veteran, power forward, been playing the year a league for a long time. Um, you know, he can hit the three ball, he's deadly with a three, um, but it's, I, th I see it as a nice complement piece for the team. Um, uh, you know, just something someone can uh, help train, you know, the younger players, you know, youth development and stuff. So, you know, that's a solid pickup. So overall for the Blazers, A, Neil Shelley is doing a great job with the, uh, as a GM for the team, um, you know, seeing if we can move on. So going on, we have the Atlanta Hawks. I gave them a D because, you know, they I don't know what they were doing. They still have a solid young core. You know, they're still a developing strong team. But at the same time, they traded for Chandler Parsons of the Grizzlies. And also they gave, they traded for Evan Turner. That's part of the Kent Bazemore trade. And those are two veteran players, you know, getting, you know, having big, hefty contracts. Um, but they're not making a big splash. Obviously, it's one, I think, yeah, Chandler Parsons, I think, would be going into his last year, I think, when Evan Turner. So it's like there won't be, they're low risk. They can be solid veteran pieces that can be coaches for the younger players, but at the same time, I don't think seeing them as a major impact on the court, more as uh, as uh, mentors on the court. So, um, so it'll be interesting. It's low risk. They're both like injury riddled players. So I just gave them a D because I didn't see any improvements on the play of court. I see improvements of teacher, teaching and um, mentorship for younger players. Going on, we're going the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, we got an A for them because we got Brooke Lopez with a four-year, $52 million deal. It's a re-sign. And then also they traded for one first-rounder and two second-rounders, and that was giving away Malcolm Prognan, which is a big loss. But at the same time, I feel like they're pretty solid without him, though. Um, they got Chris. We re-signed Chris Middleton, five-year, $178 million deal. And Robin Lopez is going to come back and play with his brother on an undisclosed contract. Nothing yet, more details. 
Um, so it'll be pretty interesting. The first time the Lopez brothers will be playing with each other since their days at Stanford University. Um, and then going on, we have George Hill at three years, $29 million, another re-sign. And then Wesley Matthews, another undisclosed contract. So, you know, honestly, they never dis- – these signings are never – they got – solid picks you know in the future years to you know bolster the team and get you know their youth development and they also they just kept some players and also they added some nice veteran pieces that can complement off the bench and improve the milwaukee bucks playoff run so it's i gave them an a because they never regressed in talent and they pretty much added some solid pieces that can help on off the bench score off the bench and then, so yeah, we're going to keep going on. This is a long list because there were so many trades that happened, or trades and uh, signings. So this is just bear with me. This is a long list, but this is a lot a lot to know. Um, and I'm just giving you all my, my insight in all this because uh, it's a pretty big uh, changes that happened, even on the first day um, that happened. And obviously, Kwahi Leonard is the last bit of big news that we'll, we're waiting to have who he's going to sign with. So going on, we have the Brooklyn Nets. We got an A+. Obviously, right off the gate, we got Kevin Durant with a four-year, four-year deal. Um, and Kyrie Irving signing with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, DeAndre Jordan with a four-year deal, $40 million deal. Uh, Garrett Temple, two years, $10 million. And Wilson Chandler with a one-year, $2.6 million. I gave him an A+, because obviously whoever, even though Kevin Durant is going to be sitting out for a whole year, is signing Kevin Durant. You know, you can't, like, come on. So, four-year deal, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving's going to stay with each other. And then uh, Durant and also Irving lowered their uh, their amounts of their contracts just so they can uh, give DeAndre Jordan and more money, which is nice. Um, so he's a great defensive piece they had. And also they added two solid wing defenders, Garrett Temple and Wilson Chandler, that can complement, you know, Durant and Irving as their solid role player, veteran players that can also help coach the young Brooklyn Nets team that's growing too. Because you got Karis LeVert, Jared Allen are solid pieces, and you know um, Harris is a great shooter. So it's it's something, and you know, that's something you know excited to see what the Nets will be in the future and as they grow and pro- progress with adding a superstar, two superstars. Next we have the Philadelphia 76ers. A B-plus rating because they uh, re-signed Tobias Harris with a five-year, $180 million deal. We got Al Horford at a four-year, $109 million deal. And then we have Kyle O'Quinn with a one-year deal, veteran minimum. Um, uh, so pretty much they uh, re-signed, obviously, Tobias Harris. That's nothing changed there. Um, adding Al Horford would be a nice complimentary piece with um, uh, Joel Embiid. And if Embiid gets hurt, you got a solid center backup veteran center who still plays solid minutes al horford he's not as what he used to be but he's still a great role player and he can score so he's not a superstar as he was he's still a great player though besides that and just getting kyle quinn is another veteran solid center that could be off coming off the bench and uh bolster that uh sixers team that's still pretty stacked and uh, even though losing jimmy butler they're still pretty solid and just getting complimentary pieces helps so my next page on my list here, we got the Orlando Magic. So Orlando Magic, I gave them a C because, you know, they got Alfred Camino's three-year, $20 million deal. Um, you know, that's a, you know, he's a solid, great defender. You know, don't get me wrong there. But 
Um, it's, it's a pretty solid player. He had a great three-point shooter. Obviously, he came from the Blazers. You got Nikola Vucevic. You got resigning him to a four-year, $100 million deal. And then you got Terrence Ross at a four-year, $50 million deal. Um, I gave the Magic a C because it's not... I don't see a major improvement. They resigned Vucevic. They got Aminu, a solid you know, defender. And then you got Terrence Ross as another resigning. Um, so I don't see any improvement, you know, it's okay, but it's not a major improvement for the Magic. Obviously, they're still a growing team, they made the 7th seed this last previous season, so we'll see how they, um, change and develop, and obviously they have some young players that are still growing, um, so you gotta be patient there for the Magic fans. Um, so going on, we have the Dallas Mavericks at a B-plus rating. I gave him because we'll be signing of Chris Stapps-Prozingos to the five-year, $158 million deal. Picking up uh, Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones Jr. in a trade. Signing Seth Curry to a four-year, $32 million deal. J.J. Barea to a one-year veteran minimum, and it's a re-sign. And then Bob, Boban Marjanovic to a two-year, $7 million deal. This is a nice, I get the uh, Mavericks a B plus rating because it's a solid. They have solid pieces that are adding up to another young core. After the loss of um, um, Dirk Nowitzki, obviously Kristaps Porzingis is the replacement, another European style power forward. And then you're getting some nice complementary pieces with Olenek and Jones, and then Curry is a great shooter. Berea is another solid veteran who can be a nice, nice mentor and coach. I feel like he can be a coach in the future. Um, JJ Brea and Baba and Majanovic is another great solid player. See how that works out, and you know, you know, having um, uh, Luka Doncic as the main centerpiece with Przingis and all these small pieces, I think it's a solid pickups for them. So I don't think they're losing anything or digressing in any way. So that's why I gave them a B plus. Going on, we have in the Indiana Pacers with a B rating. Uh, I have, they traded for Malcolm Brogdon, so this is where Malcolm Brogdon ended up um, on the Indiana Pacers, and he re-assigned with a five-year, $85 million deal, and then picking up Jeremy Lamb with a three-year, $31.5 million deal, and a TJ McConnell with a two-year, $7 million deal. Um, I gave them a B um, because it's, uh, it was a sol- these, these are solid pickups. These are all pieces that can complement um, Oladipo and give him some depth. Um, and I feel like uh, Oladipo and Brogdon will be a great pairing in the uh, starting lineup um, as those are guys are both strong powerhouse sh- shooting guards and stuff. Uh, and then Lamb and Connell will be just solid bench players that can come off the bench and, uh, you know, just pride effort. Uh, Pacers didn't make it, you know, didn't do super hot in the playoffs, but, you know, um, obviously they didn't have Oladipo, but we'll see how uh, things will get better for them. Next is the Detroit Pistons. I gave him a C minus signing Derek Rose to a two-year, $50 million deal, and a Markeith Morris today just signed with an undisclosed contract. Nothing, no news yet on that. Um, C minus, nothing too exciting. Derek Rose, you know, he had some solid uh, breakout, you know, games last season uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves that shows some promise that he's back on the rise again. Um, He's not super old, but he's old. But he, um, you know, you never know. He's in, you know, can, you know, fall down with another injury. So you can never be too sure with that. Obviously, it's a low-risk contract with two years, $50 million deal. Um, so I don't know. It's the Pistons are not really increasing in development or getting better. If Derrick Rose pans out staying healthy and does a lot better, 
this is going to be a lot better teammate grade, obviously, because you never know. I cannot predict the future. This is just my assumptions. Um, and then pick up Marquise Morris, another solid role player option that can back up uh, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. So nothing too exciting there for the Pistons, but I hope they can change that around. Something I really liked here is the Phoenix Suns. I gave them an A because um, they got Ricky Rubio with a three-year deal, 15, $51 million. And then we got Frank Kaminsky, two-year, a $10 million deal. And then they also traded for Kyle Korver and Javon Carter. So I gave him an A. People were like, okay, why do you give him an A? You know, obviously they have not super, like, not big names on those uh, free agency moves. But I gave him an A because it gives uh, Ricky Rubio is still a solid uh, playmaker in the um, on the court. And he will get a reduced stress off Devin Booker. Because um, Devin Booker, I feel like now he has a solid point guard with Ricky Rubio now. You know, and he can, you know lose some pressure you know he can just move around the court without using the ball he can be catch and shoot player more um so it'll be a great uh you know style in that regard with those two and also adding frank kaminsky and you know stretch four five player you know can shoot the three ball and adding kyle korver and javon carter solid veterans great shooters um that can help coach another young sons team um that is on the you know it's rising you know with devin booker and um uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton. So those two, you know, just growing up and they obviously lost TJ Warren, but at the same time, it's still a solid team, you know, but I think the main part, the reason why they gave him an A, because Ricky Rubio getting that regard of just providing some relief for Devin Booker. I think that's a solid pickup. Um, coming up to the biggest news, this is the big, uh, uh Oh, for Stephen A, but, um, the New York Knicks. Obviously, I gave him an F. It's very obvious, blatant. I don't know what the hell the, uh, pardon my French, uh, the Knicks were doing. Uh, signing Julius Randle to a three-year, $63 million deal. I think that's the only thing that's good out of the sign. Julius Randle is a solid player. Taj Gibson to a two-year, $20 million deal. Bobby Portis, two-year, $31 million. Reggie Bullock to a two-year, $21 million. And Alfred Payton, two-year, $16 million deal. I don't understand what is going on with the Knicks. Obviously, they thought they thought they could pick up, you know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Cause, um, but, you know, obviously it didn't work out for them in that regard. But, you know, they just signed a bunch of pieces that would have worked if they signed Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, because those are great complimentary pieces, like Randall and Peyton and Gibson and Portis, you know, and Paul Bullock, a bunch of young and old veterans, solid players that are either veterans or just new up-and-comers, you know, potential players. But at the same time, now since they don't have Durant and Kyrie, um, this just doesn't, this looks like a, like a, like just a really scrambled signing of players. It doesn't, doesn't there's no organization, there's no direct you know, certain direction they're going with these signings. Um, it's just a bunch of random players, and it just doesn't fit. It doesn't. It's so confusing. It's really embarrassing because everyone had hope that, like, or like everyone thought, you know, they were gonna sign get uh, Zion Williams in the draft. That didn't pan out, and just getting Durant and Irving. So it was just a complete failure in all every regard there. So that's why I gave him an F. It's really obvious there, but you know the picture. Going on, Utah Jazz, A, 
rating. I think that was a solid, solid uh, um, so far in the free agency for them. Picking up Bohan Bogdanovich with a four-year, $70 million deal. Ed Davis with a two-year, $10 million deal. Emmanuel Moutier with a one-year undisclosed contract. And Jeff Green with a one-year, $2.5 million deal. So the big signing, obviously, is Bohan Bogdanovich. is a great starting piece to add on to the Utah Jazz. That's already got picked up. Michael Conley, and then he can be paired with Donovan Mitchell, and then obviously Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, and then obviously Rudy Gobert. So that's a solid, solid team growing there um, in Utah. That's also going to add more attention to the Northwest Division. That's really tightly condensed with top teams there. And just signing, you know, Ed Davis, solid offensive rebound player, very underrated. Still, like he's obviously his role is to get rebounds. I feel like there's a lot of potential for him there, and, you know, he can grow. And obviously, Emmanuel Munoz, Jeff Green, obviously one-year deals, low risk. You know, if they don't pan out, they can not re-sign them next season. So then, obviously, if they do work out, they're solid bench pieces for their playoff run. Okay, now we are we're getting there. We are getting there. This is just... Uh, bear with me. We still have a decent amount left, but this is just, you know, exciting moves here. Uh, there's just a lot of momentum within the first couple days of free agency. So going on, we have the New Orleans Pelicans at a, a B-plus rating. Obviously, nothing too exciting, just one signing of J.J. Redick with a two-year, $26.5 million deal. Gave him a B-plus rating because uh, J.J. Redick, is a veteran. He's getting older. You know, obviously, his play is, has declined a little bit, but he's still a solid, great player. That can complement a growing Pelicans team that has a lot of pieces, and obviously Zion Williamson, the main front and center of the team of a young and youthful team. Then going on to the Sacramento Kings, the B minus rating, we have Harrison Barnes at a four-year, $85 million deal. Dwayne Dedman at a three-year, $40 million deal. Trevor Ariza, two years, $25 million deal. Rashawn Holmes, a two-year, $10 million deal. Corey Joseph, a three-year, $37 million deal. Um, B-minus for the Kings, nothing too exciting. You know, obviously they re-signed Harrison Barnes. Just getting some complimentary pieces with Deadman and Ariza and Holmes and Joseph. Um, because, you know, I've got a young team with uh, Bagley and also De'Aaron Fox and Bud, uh, Buddy Heald. So, you know, it, obviously these are complementary pieces to those young developing stars on the Sacramento Kings. So this is it's nothing too exciting, but at the same time, this is a lot of positive momentum for the Kings as they're getting some solid pieces and maybe, you know, give them a chance at a playoff run. Moving on, we got the Charlotte Hornets at a C. This is part of the sign-and-trade deal. Terry Rogiel from the Celtics going to the Hornets. Uh, with a three-year, $58 million deal. Obviously, they regressed, so that's why I gave him a C. Um, obviously, I think Kemba Walker is still a, is a better player than Terry Rozier. Obviously, Terry Rozier is a solid player, um, but he's not nowhere near as from Kemba, Kemba's perspective. Obviously, he showed some flashes, flashes last season as being a star, solid player, um, but it's just, you know, the Hornets did really nothing, and that you know obviously their their odds have dropped dramatically and they're not going to really contend be a contender as much anymore um with some old veterans and just you know with you know, so i don't know what the hornets are going to do there but obviously they're probably going to start rebuilding now since they have rogier 
Next, we have the Los Angeles Clippers at a A. Um, Patrick Beverly, a three-year, $40 million DR sign. It's an A. It's low risk, just signing one player, Patrick Beverly, which is, you know, a great defensive player. You never know. They may get Kawhi Leonard. So that is still up in the air. But just getting Patrick Beverly is a big success because they made um, the playoffs with, you know, Montrez Harrell, Patrick Beverly, Lewis Williams, Danilo Gallinari. So it's, you know, they, they're fine. They made the playoffs with, you know, just barely any superstars. So it's just, you know, it's a growing team. The Clippers are still pretty solid, young, and balanced between veterans. And just getting Patrick Beverly is a great defender. So I just gave him an A because there's they didn't digress, and it was, it was you know, a solid pickup. One news that pretty sh- uh, shocked um, or pretty much got everyone's attention is also the Golden State Warriors because of the signing trade with the Nets of D'Angelo Russell with a four-year, $117 million deal. But also they had the re-signed Klay Thompson with a five-year, $190 million deal. And Kevin Kevon Looney with a three-year, $50 million deal. And then Willie Cauley-Stein with a one-year undisclosed contract. So obviously they re-signed some player, two players, Clay Thompson and Kevon. But also they got some nice veteran experience with Willie Cauley-Stein. But obviously um, the I gave him a B- because it's D'Angelo Russell. He's a great player, don't get me wrong. But um, I don't think it's going to be a good fit with the team. Um and obviously, I feel like the, the Warriors are going to go into a downward spiral after Le- Kevin Durant leaving. Um, not saying they will. You know, they have you still have Curry, you still got Thompson, and you still got Draymond Green. It's just they're cycling. Excuse me, they're still cycling around uh, their bench and all their surrounding players around those three. So I don't know. See, it may it may work if it does work with Russell. You know. Um, then it pans out really well because like either or they work well together or do not work well together. So I'm very interested to see how the Warriors play now. Their their game plan is going to change by picking up D'Angelo Russell. Um, one interesting trade or uh, uh, sign and trade uh, that I really liked was the Miami Heat. I gave him a B plus by picking up uh, Jimmy Butler. And also, um, they picked a traded for Myers Leonard and Mo Harkless. That was part of the Hassan Whiteside trade. But the big uh, main um, sign here is Jimmy Butler, the four-year, one forty-two million, because you know it's it's a solid pickup. It's kind of like a replacement for Dwayne Wade. Obviously, Dwayne Wade was you know a veteran who's losing his playing style, but his uh, what he used to be is not what he used to be. But just having just a shooting guard, once Jimmy Butler wanted to be by himself, there were some rumors that he wanted to go to the Rockets, or he was going to plan on going to the Rockets, but it didn't pan out. I was happy about that because I think Jimmy Butler wants to be independent. Even though he had a little span with the Sixers, they didn't like it, and now he's with the uh, Heat, where he can build, the Heat can build around him, and they can grow around him. They still got Goran Dragic, so it'll be pretty interesting. Goran Dragic had a failed trade with the Dallas Mavericks. He was apparently supposed to go to the Magic I mean, sorry, not the Maver- uh, Mavericks, but it didn't pan out. Um, but obviously, solid, low risk. Jimmy Butler is a solid shooting guard. I love that complimentary piece that can, people can build around on the Heat. So we'll see how that develops. Denver Nuggets, A+. Jamal Murray, re-signing. Nothing too crazy there. Just a re-signing Jamal Murray. Well-deserved contract for him. Um, pretty much the same team. So I gave him an A+, because they're still title contending team without you know anything so moving on memphis grizzlies interestingly they made some pretty decent moves here um obviously they uh trade for andre iguodala 
And then they pay, uh, re-signed Jonas Valanciunas with a three-year, $45 million deal. And they traded for Solomon Hill and Miles Plumley, and then traded for Josh Jackson, DeAnthony Melton, and two second-round picks. So looking at this, I gave him a B because it's not it's nothing too exciting. They got some solid veteran pieces that can coach the young, youthful team. Um, so, you know, it's solid. Obviously, there's some rumors that Eagle Doll and they have now moved to another team. But we'll see what happens there. Um, this is still the beginning of the free agency. You never know what's going to happen. And um, picking up Josh Jackson with, uh, from the Suns is a pretty solid uh, deal because um, he's another young, uh, obviously struggled a little bit getting in the NBA, but he's still a solid young player that can develop with the Grizzlies and pay, may pair well with the um, uh, John Morant. And also getting its two second-round picks. Obviously, second-round picks may not have too much value, but just getting picks in general, just the more youthful talent. So you obviously you know that the Grizzlies are going in a more youthful direction, but with also picking up some veterans that can teach that youth. So you can obviously see a trend right now in the NBA with some teams picking up veterans with big contracts that are obviously digressed in their talent, but they're solid teachers because they have a lot of experience and also can coach these young, developing teams that are on the rise with a lot of useful players. Chicago Bulls, B grade, nothing too crazy. Obviously, another team, nothing too crazy, very subtle. Thaddeus Young, a three-year deal, $41 million. And obviously, Thomas Sadoransky, a three-year deal. Um, just, you know, some compliment. Then again, another complimentary veteran pieces that can coach a young, um, even if not playing or not, just, just coach some young players on the Bulls, which the Bulls have a young team with Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and also market, Laurie Markkinen. So just low risk, B grade, you know, nothing too crazy, just some teams that needed veterans, and there you go. So now we have, uh, we have five more teams left, nothing too crazy here, but I'm just going to read them out to you. Um, because these are not really a huge deals. I had them at the end of the list because they're not really crazy. One thing um, uh, I will talk about last. I have the I don't have a grade yet for the Los Angeles Lakers. They just picked up Jared Dudley with a one-year, $2.6 million deal because, you know, they may sign Laquai Leonard. So that's obviously up in the air. So I didn't give him a grade yet. And then the Timberwolves, Jordan Bell, C grade. Houston Rockets, no grade really because they just re-signed players. They're pretty much the same team with Austin Rivers and Gerald Green. And then B-plus for Washington Wizards, Ishmith, Isaiah Thomas, trying to get back on his, you know, trying to redeem himself, trying to get better from his injuries, his past, and trying to, you know, keep the glory days with the Celtics. Um, and then the Spurs re-signing Rudy Gay and then uh, picking up Damari Carroll, which is a solid bench player. Um, so that's pretty much all of the major signings and free agencies and also my input on them obviously there's more to come with the free agency but that's all the big names out of the way but besides Kawhi Leonard I will have another episode talking about that and obviously the finalization of the NBA offseason because you know once Kawhi Leonard signed kind of like gives a picture of what next next season will look like um obviously that was a huge list I just wanted to get at them out to you guys because um, you know, this is pretty big and pretty big deals and see how, you know, this, this unfolds in the NBA. So make sure you guys, uh, subscribe on my Apple podcast or either if you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, I'm more than appreciate if you guys subscribe, if you're new listeners and if you're uh, current listeners, thank you so much. 
Um, keep listening. Obviously, we'll have more uh, exciting news to come. You know, obviously, with the Women's World Cup, if they will beat the Netherlands, we'll see in, in the final. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, exciting news that's in the for- future that I'll get to in fu- uh, future episodes. So stay tuned, and I will get them out as soon as possible to you guys. Um, I'm, you know, obviously I'm in the summertime, I'm not in school right now, so I'm, you know, spending most of my time taking notes and uh, putting my input so far in the sports industry. So we'll see how um, things unfold. So that will be today's episode of Sportivata Sports. Happy early uh, July 4th, because I record this on July 3rd, 2019. Um, obviously, this recording may be a little bit after, but maybe maybe July. It might be out. Uh, the recording may be put out on Spotify and Apple Podcast tomorrow on July 4th. So this is a nice, happy 4th of July podcast. You can say that. So I'm just going to end it there. You guys have a great day, and that will be all.